0: rutherford issues with brian barrett on fm 101.9 and am 1450 murfreesboro fm 100.5 smyrna
1: and streaming at wgnsradio.com on today's show we catch up with dawn roberts of the beastly animal foundation and clinic miss dawn how are you
0: i'm good how are you today
1: doing really really well I'm sure things are uh, just hopping along right at, uh, at Beasley Animal Clinic.
0: They are, and we're still giving vaccinations and doing our spay and neuter surgery, so that's a good thing.
1: Well, um, we're going to spend some time in conversation today about uh, keeping pets safe during disasters, and, you know, weather is, is one of those things that you can't control, you just have to be prepared for.
0: Right, yeah, and it seems like we're now kind of, impacted by floods and tornadoes more than ever before so you just you just never know and always want to have a plan and be prepared because you never know when it's going to happen
1: yeah un- unfortunately um you know and i'm sure we're going to talk about this a bit but um if there's a natural disaster you hear well here where some shelters are set up but um it's not pet friendly and then what do you do when you've got little fido uh, or, or whatnot to to deal with there so uh, that's kind of some of the uh, the things that that we're going to talk about. Um, when I, I'm thinking about like in hurricane situations and we don't have to deal with that, but people have to evacuate their homes and unfortunately, some people make the tough choice to, to leave their animals behind
0: right yeah i mean if it's not safe for you to stay then it's not safe for to keep your animal there i mean you need to make plans and you know if you know a tornado's coming um or a flood is on its way and you are going to evacuate in our situation then you know take it take your pets with you um you know they they can't survive in flood waters and certainly um in tornadoes and things like that so i mean you do need to the first thing is to have a plan and mm-hmm. no matter what, and just know what that plan is in the event that something happens. And yeah, a lot of shelters and places and hotels and motels are not all pet friendly. So, you know, begin the research now and kind of know where you were going to go if the event, you know, makes you have to evacuate for any reason
1: we've found that out on several occasions and trying to plan a family vacation, you know, and, and, but there are more and more in that instance, uh, places that are pet friendly. And, um, my son recently, uh, um, was looking for a place to, to rent. And, you know, um, many of the apartments that they looked at because they have, um, a big 85 pound golden doodle to deal with, you know, another big human dog. And, uh, uh we are finding more and more because there are more and more people uh, adopting pets into the family
0: correct yeah yeah so i mean like when you know the tornadoes came through waverly i mean there was a lot of people that you know had no place to go and needed a place to go with their pets so you just need to kind of know where you're going to go whether it's friends out of the area family or you know reach out to motels around the area Mm -hmm. that can take you in
1: now you've said several times make a plan so that that is key number one here is to have a plan know where what you're going to do in the event
0: right yeah you know a good thing you know even with like ice storms or something you know make have a buddy system have a neighbor or friends or family so for if some reason an ice um, keeps you away from getting home for a couple of days that somebody's there to take care of your your animal and then also you know if you know if it's always good to have your veterinarian have something on file that if your pet needs emergency care and you're not there, that they know that this person is authorized to get care for your pet.
1: Oh, that's a that's a good idea. So you can um, – it's kind of like um, for – schools right. if if you say uh, i want my daughter to be picked up by grandma or this neighbor they have that on file so they know when they come to pick them up so you're saying the same thing would work like at your vet's, Correct. vet's office yeah
0: so i mean and even this even goes like if you're going on vacation and you're getting a house sitter or something and god forbid something happens that you can't make at home for one reason or another and a disaster on your side or at home you know at least that person can get the care necessary with the veterinarian Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, because that's obviously necessary for the vet to do anything with that animal i would assume yes Yes. okay um i would think as as well this also kind of highlights the importance of making sure that you have everything that you're pet needs in terms of vaccinations and and that kind of thing just to make sure they're up to date on everything all the time and that helps in disaster situations too
0: correct yeah I mean keeping your pets updated on vaccinations of course is good for their health but also a lot of shelters and motels or anything like that boarding situations they require vaccinations and if something was to hit and you can't get your pet vaccinated then you know that's going to make the the plan and the trouble of finding some place to go that much harder for you and
1: i I would think you need to have the documentation that proves that too correct
0: yes you make sure and you know a lot of uh, vets offices you can get that electronically have them email it to you or you know just keep a copy somewhere that's accessible with your important papers that you take with you
1: we have dawn roberts joining us today with the uh, beasley animal foundation and um talk to me about um Ways to identify your animal. I mean, in, in in disaster situations, things happen. Maybe, maybe you get separated from your animal, right? And and then you're you're, you're in search. You're trying to find them.
0: Yeah, the best and you know foolproof way is to get your pet microchipped. I mean, then that's you know all found animals will be scanned if your contact information is up to date which you really need to keep make sure that you look at that every year make sure your contact information on your microchip is up to date you'll be easily being able to be reunited you know have a collar with tags on your your dog Um, cats are a little bit more tricky Um, make sure that it's a breakaway collar so that if they do get stuck in something um, that it does come off their head easily but so you know always have Tags with your phone name, your name, phone number, and address, and somebody, how they can get a hold of you. But like I said, microchipping is is the best way to have a permanent identification on your animal.
1: And um, just from a little personal experience, we had uh, our, our 15-year-old Westie who found a crack in the door and decided she was going to roam the neighborhood um, back maybe a month or so ago. And, um, we found her and she's, she's safe and all, but she, she got a nice tour of the, the neighborhood, but, uh, went online to just try to see what ideas are out there. And Apple has these things called air tags now, and they actually make, so it's like, find your iPhone okay. or yeah. your ear right. AirPods or whatnot. So, uh, and, and they make these where they fit on their collar or their harness. And so now we can find her by GPS. Right. So there's, and, and those are like 30 bucks or something okay, like yeah. that. So it's a pretty affordable option yeah. to do. So now all three of the pups have one. There of those. You go. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: unfortunate with like microchip. I mean, yeah. they, it, you, they, you can't see where they are, but when they're picked up and scanned, then they know that who the owner is to get contacted. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and Beasley Animal Clinic does microchipping, um, you know, daily. So um, you can get done there as well.
1: And that's a, that's a good thing to have. And, and I know that, you get a tag that goes on their collar that shows that they've been microchipped Correct. too yes uh-huh so yeah. th- those are important i i guess to yep. have too yep very but good it's,
0: it's becoming more and more common than any animal that's found or anything and that, of course with the disaster when there's a lot of them that scanning will be just kind of just something that everyone does so yeah
1: okay well that's very good to know uh, Don, um, i i guess not only planning but maybe an, an emergency kit because if there's an emergency happening or you you may only have minutes maybe hours to to plan on what to do you don't want to be scrambling around trying to find the paperwork that we mentioned or food or things like that
0: correct yeah so i mean just these are just common common sense stuff you know make sure that you know you have a regular supply of food at all times but maybe just consider as you're getting into the season which you know you know we never know tornadoes seem to happen at all times a year around here now but have a couple weeks or a week or two of supply of dog food um already on hand so that if you do have to leave or you have that so you're not having to go to the store um, make sure it's in an airtight waterproof container so it stays dry and then you know water is good to have as well because you know you never know if something happens in pipes break or anything, the water could be contaminated and that's not safe for your animal to drink. Um, You know, medication. If your animal is on medication daily, make sure you have extra supply of that that you can have in case you need to leave and not having to worry about how you're gonna get a refill on that the last minute. Also keep in a waterproof container. Um, You know, copies of your pet's records, um, vaccinations and registration if needed waterproof container so basically just have something that will keep your food anything important safe and dry so that it doesn't go bad and that it's there for you to take with you when you need to leave suddenly
1: and know where it's at where you can just pick it up and go and you know that it's it's ready
0: exactly yeah yeah, yeah.
1: um and you know unfortunately in some disaster situations not only are our humans maybe hurt injured or whatnot but our animals could be too
0: right yeah so it's i mean it. If you have animals and a lot of them, you should always just maybe have like a pet first aid kit anyway. But, you know, when you're in part of this plan and having an emergency kit for disasters or if you need to leave suddenly, um, you make sure there's a first aid kit so that if, you know, you have a, an emergency with your pet, you're able to maybe, you know, do something to keep it a little bit uh, healthy, uh, thick, you know, a wound or something dressed mm-hmm. before you can get to the, to the vet.
1: Uh, Any other things that we might consider putting in an emergency kit for our pets?
0: Well, um, you know, having pictures taken with you and your pet is a good idea because it does aid, if you're separated, it does aid in showing that, you know, proof of ownership as well as being able to identify Um, your pet and saying that you know that's that is my pet and get you help you get reunited easier and then you know just basic grooming supplies you know if your pet becomes wet or dirty you can clean it off Um, sanitation items cats you know make sure you've got cat litter litter boxes trash bags to pick up after your pets and just some maybe a blanket or a toy or something to kind of help relieve the stress of your pets I mean this is gonna be a very traumatic situation for them and you know anything that you can help to do to keep them you know as comfortable and stress-free as possible Um, another thing is uh, you know crate training your dog is very important because having them feel comfortable in a crate you know if they have to be boarded at a vet's office or at a shelter they're likely going to have to be in a crated contained area and making sure working with them daily to make sure that that they feel safe and that will make the transition much easier
1: and um it's it's always good to know where those emergency places might be. Um, so, you as part of your your plan, and also keep in mind that this is going to be an anxious, tough time for you as a human, and your pets are going to sense that right. too.
0: Yeah, and they're gonna. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. So the calmer you can stay, the calmer they'll be. And if you have all of this in place, it is just going to be a much easier situation and uh you'll get through it a lot easier
1: and, and we know our animals are are creatures of of uh, uh na- nature and habits so you know if if they normally get fed at 9 p.m you, you try to try stay to, on that right. schedule too, exactly
0: right? as much as possible i know when you're in the middle of something traumatic i yeah. mean it's difficult but yeah if you can keep their routine as normal as possible that will ease their ease their pain as well
1: Some very good tips here today, Dawn. I appreciate you joining us today.
0: Great. Thank you for having me.
1: That's Dawn Roberts joining us with the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic. If you missed part of the show, be sure to check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com.